everyone. Welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill. Not long since we, we did the last one. The way the games are coming very, very quickly now. Phil and Jerry here as always as well. Did you enjoy the games with, uh, yesterday and Friday night's one? Yeah, yesterday yeah. was mad, right? There was a lot, of, a lot of goals and a lot of talking points. There's, yeah. there's going to be a lot to get through. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it started Friday night. I know Jerry, um, before the, the midweek games, picked the Rotherham to, to get their win and Phil, you, the first game we're going into, you said Reading to beat Bournemouth, and yeah. uh, we'll be going into that game in a minute, so um, we'll see when it comes to the end of the show, who can pull out a mad result. <laughs> yeah. We'll, 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 we'll build that castle someday, and one of our accumulators will finally click, and we'll have serious odds yeah. of a hundred grand on a euro. Yeah. Happen yeah. At one stage. yeah. Yeah. Be great. So we'll go into the uh, the Reading Bournemouth game, but before we do, we'll talk a little bit there about Bournemouth, Phil, because you you uh, told us this news last night that uh, Jonathan Woodgate is about to become a coach at Bournemouth since they yeah, lost the way, their coach. The way they awarded it was like he was becoming a manager. Yeah, but he's he's becoming a coach. A um, lot of experience. The greatest debut of all time for Real Madrid. Yeah. Didn't he score an own goal and get sent off after he about did. 20 minutes? He did, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A lot of experience. He's surely going to be, uh, you know, he's managed as well. So he's surely going to be a, a good addition to that backroom team. I, I think this is the best thing for him. I, I don't think being a manager is his thing. Yeah, being a coach it's, and see how bizarre. it goes. Yeah. I think it, it's it's bizarre. It's, it, it's great for Woodgate, but it's like, yeah. obviously, Bournemouth to losing a coach to Newcastle, where Newcastle were on the brink of sacking Steve Bruce. So, has Steve Bruce brought him in or someone else brought him in? And then obviously, you know, we'll get good to, to warm up. This is a great move for him, but it's it's just bizarre. And as you say, Phil, they did word it like the way the way tabloids word things is crazy. It drags you in. It's like, oh, he's going to be the new coach. He, yeah. really thought he should be the manager, like, you know? Yeah. Surely Bournemouth haven't sacked their manager, but they haven't sacked their manager. He's just coming in as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. So that's how it goes. And he's going to have a bit of work to do on their their defence straight away because we went to the game on Friday night. The one that you, you had a feeling Reading would do well in this one, Phil. Yeah, uh, I did it. The game was pretty much over at halftime. The goals, um, were really, really, the goals are really, really bad. Yeah, yeah they, were, they weren't the best defending. Laurent, McIntyre and Joe, and it was 3-0 Reading at halftime. The game was pretty much over. Yeah. Um, I know Tindall made some changes at half time for Bournemouth. He brought on Brooks, Wilshire, and Smith. Better in the second half. Stanislas got a goal with five minutes to go. And it seemed almost like they could come back for a minute. The keeper had to make a couple of saves. Yeah. But uh, Reading saw it out in the end. But it um, wasn't a great display from Bournemouth overall. No. And it was one of those. Remember, Reading at the start of the season had some crazy conversion rate. Yeah. Yeah. Where it seemed like every time they hit a shot, it went in. Like up around eighty percent or something of their shots on target were goals. So it was a bit like that in the first half the other night. Yeah, where it seemed like they had a shot that went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what impressed you guys about this display from them? I just think how bad Bournemouth were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think. Yeah, it's it's that there was that factor and the fact that Redden have kept it going still. Like they have so many critics and they keep winning every week. You know what I mean? It's it's. They've really kind of kept it up, so you know what I mean. It's 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 a shock to see them do so well this season. In the sense, they've beaten a lot of the big teams as well. Like, you know, it's it's they're not they don't really yeah. fare anyone. Like, 
Will they be like they'll be really disappointed if they don't make the playoffs ready with the start oh, yeah. they've had to see? I mean, there what there's what, about 25, 26 games gone, depending on what team you are. Yeah, 24 for a few. So they've got about 20 odd games to go. They'll be very disappointed if they don't pick up one of those spots in the playoffs, I'd say. And a big win, too, I suppose, because Bournemouth are one of those other teams chasing a playoff spot. Yeah. But the thing it's, is, um, Bournemouth, Bournemouth now are only Blackburn only three points behind them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're on a run. They're on a run. And I do fancy one of the teams in the top six to drop out, like I said in the last show. But I, that well, it always happens. Happen. Yeah, I think over the years it's always something that will happen. But as, as Phil said, Blackburn are creeping up. Yeah. Brentford, they, yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of hitting... hitting Health letter again. Um, yeah. Interesting. Then there was the game that we thought might be a good one on uh, the afternoon on Saturday. It wasn't the greatest game of all time. Uh, it was Norwich nil, Middlesbrough nil. Uh, it was pretty close. Borough defended really well and they kind of tried to hit Norwich on the break a few times. Didn't really come to much. Yeah. Um, it was one of these where Norwich have won, I don't know, something ridiculous. Something like 13 out of 15 wins by one goal or something. And it felt like they were going to sneak a 1 0 win here again. Yeah. Till Benita was sent off, or um, it was ridiculous. I don't know how he was sent off, to be honest. Well, it was more like Savile uh, about him, yeah, yeah. And it was Savile's reaction, and then the ref played the advantage, so it was almost like he came back then to send him off. It's like if he'd have just given the free kick there, and then he mightn't have given him a yellow card, but it's like he thought about it, yeah. And he's like, Oh, we better come back now and give a yellow card for that. Yeah. But it was they both slid for the same ball. Benede pulled out of it. He just couldn't stop his momentum. He wasn't studs up. There was barely tapped him. And Savile went down like a sniper in the stand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Benede got sent off for the second time this season. And he's going to be missing out for their next game. Um, but for I suppose, there was a, there was a few bits of nastiness to this game in general. A couple of elbows, I think, after the match, uh, an orange manager talks about how Max Ahrens might have a broken nose from one of them, oh. which was kind of far worse than, than the, the tattle by Benada, really. But Housen yeah. uh, and Morsey in the middle for Borough really, really impressed me yesterday because everything Norwich do comes through either Benada or Cantwell, and they were just on top of them for most of the game. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, they were really impressive. Well, it's kind of, it was a fair result, to be fair. Yeah, like... Borough, I suppose, it's almost like they settled for a draw in some ways that like when they had about what, it must have been close on 30 minutes when they were playing against 10 men when you added in the stoppage time and like they the first, never really uh, went for it. I think it was an hour before the first shot of goal in this game. And they were awful the shots on goal. I'd have saved them. Yeah. I think there was a header that was like travelling at about 4 miles an hour <laughs> then a shot that was hit straight at the keeper that was going about 7 miles an hour I'd say. Somebody hit yeah. the bear. Huh? Somebody hit the bear. Yeah. yeah. And Pookie just wasn't on form yesterday. He just didn't get the service. Yeah. He was falling over a lot. But um, yeah, I just think that uh, Burra identified their manager, like we always said, they have a very, very good manager, very experienced manager. And you look at um, Norwich, he looked at the team and he said, look, everything comes true. Cantwell and Beneda. And he just sat... Um, Housen and Morsey on them. Housen, of course, we used to play for Norwich, and I thought the two of them were outstanding yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They stopped everything. So good point for for both teams, I suppose. Really, and um, Boris snapped that kind of 
And it was good to see Adam 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 Oida back as well. He's um he's looking to build up his fitness now again ahead of um a crucial couple of games, you know. So it was good to see him back. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, he came on. He uh, he was involved, and I think he gave away a free kick. Um, that that didn't look like a free kick at all. So he looks strong. He looks fit. So hopefully he'll get a few more games, like you said. Uh, he was certainly up for a fight when he came on anyway. So that was, that was good to see. Uh, we move along then, Birmingham, Coventry City. Uh, pretty even game here, really. Like Birmingham first half penalty, uh, Bella with the goal for that one. And just before the hour, then Hammer with the, the one for Coventry. Awful defending for the, the Birmingham goal. And it was a case then of like Bella, Hogan, Harley Dean, all missed openings. Hogan in particular really, yeah. really should have scored yeah. the header. But Coventry defended really well in this one. It wasn't the Coventry that we've seen where they just really give it a go. This was a a different kind of Coventry than we've seen most of the season. They just defended really, really well in this one. Yeah. No, they have. And they um, as I said, they're two they're two teams that kind of I always say a Burnham kind of defend well because they're never really trashed. Um no. Coventry they're a team that at the start of the season were very good in the attack. It's kind of like they've held back a small bit, no, you know what I mean? They obviously still go on the attack and they still look, you know, still play great football, but it's like you know what I mean? It's like a confidence is different, small but in Coventry, um, within the camp. It's 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 you know what I mean, they haven't really played attractive football these last couple of weeks. Yeah. And so hopefully it does come back, you know. But I suppose a one-all is a fair draw on that game. Um they'll both take it given given the way the table's going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and with that as well, like Phil Birmingham really like they they have a manager who's so experienced in the division, but they're in a lot of trouble now. Yeah, is it? Is, when's the last time they won a game? It's, it's a really long. It's been yeah, a while. Like like Gary said, they'd almost take the point to just get something. Yeah, they, like, they need how, to start winning. Twenty. How close they're are they to the bottom? Are they like only two or three points? Twentieth. Yeah, they're twentieth, and Rotherham have games in hand. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they're in big trouble. You know, Coventry, good draw for them because they're seventeenth and they're three points better off than Birmingham. So, yeah, you know, it's just. It's, Point for Coventry. I w- it would be sad to see him go down. It would be, but they, yeah. they have to start winning games. Yeah, because we've seen know. the farm Rotherham are in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than yesterday, they weren't at their best, but uh, you know, there's more spark there, Steve. You know what I mean? It's it's they're a big club. There's no spark. There's no superstar within the club, like you know what I mean? It's that's concerning. I know they still at the lad to Dortmund. Um, they were twenty's number, like. There's no, yeah. there's no yeah. superstar. Yeah. There's no household name within that club, and that's no disrespect. I'm sitting here now in in, in an office, you know, talking absolute nonsense because I, I dream to play in the championship or the Premier League. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's it just seems to be a club that they want to pawn off. You know what I mean? It's it's you see great clubs like Bolt and all these great clubs that yeah. you know once upon a time there was something, but it's it's just you know Birmingham City are a huge club, great city, one of the biggest yeah. cities in, in England. Um, like, there's no, there's no household name in that club, like you know what I mean. It's, it's, I mean, I can't even name. Obviously, I know who's in the team, but like, yeah, the average Joe, he won't be able to name anyone, like you know what I mean. There's no legendary name. The last legend to play at Birmingham City, Kevin Phillips. I mean, I can't even remember. Like, I think Lee Boyer played for Birmingham at one stage, like you know what I mean. But it's, that's yeah. that's where you're coming from, like you know what I mean. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I, I just, I just hope they stay up. I think they're a big trouble because Waterham are looking good, lads. Yeah, and I, I believe they tip them. I think with players coming back like Ogden Benny and all these lads, I, I think Waterham look younger, they look more hungrier. And Birmingham just 
it's yeah. like they'll say, whatever, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If we get relegated, we get relegated. That's the way it seems, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the manager must be under pressure, huge pressure, because oh, yeah. his reputation is, is, is on the line here as well. Yeah. yeah, it's great manager, as you said, Steve. Like, the manager is top notch, you know what I mean? I know, um, I think Gary Monk was there at some stage as well. Um, but yeah. like, they're just, you know what I mean? They're a huge city, big club. Obviously, Villa or, um, what I mean, they, they, people would say Villa had a team in Birmingham, like, you know what I mean? But it's just, I mean, there's no no key players, no key players whatsoever. They haven't really been good in the market. They haven't really, you know what I mean, looked at bringing players in alone the way they should have. It's a shock and it's it's hard to see it. I have a soft spot for Birmingham because I was, you know, as a young child, I was always there. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know, I think they're in trouble. I think they might go down. Yeah, real, yeah. real trouble. We move on into a team like we talked about earlier that are on the, the rise, Blackburn. Yeah. Uh, 1-0 win yesterday over Luton, which was a great win because, like we said, if, if Blackburn want to make the top six, these are games you have to win yeah. that other teams might draw because Luton are very, very hard to beat at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they look good. Like early on, Armstrong looked like he was going to get a goal. And a great cha- I love a defender that puts in a, like a last-ditch challenge and Sonny Bradley stopped him before he could pull the trigger. It was really yeah. good. Um, Dolan had a few efforts and he's been quiet kind of the last few weeks for Blackburn and but Armstrong then with five minutes left uh, kind of a set piece routine Holtby to Gallagher who headed it back to Armstrong who fired in Um, you know Luton didn't create a lot but they had a goal disallowed at the end again one of these tight offside goals it was really close you know and we, we seem to be seeing them every week so Blackburn you know, they're eight now, three points behind Bournemouth, like we said. Um, you know, Newton, you know, defended well. They're 13 to 10 points clear relegation. They'll be happy enough with where they are at the moment, Luton. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think um, when, when you look at the table and, and look at the way things have gone, I, I really do fancy Blackburn to make that top six. And I think I think if it came, if it came to them semi-final playoffs between, you know, f- between three, four, five and six, I think Blackburn would switch it on at Wembley, lads. I, I generally believe the likes of Harvey Elliott, Armstrong, Dolan, these fellas will yeah. switch it on in a playoff, a semi-final yeah. and final. And oh, Blackburn, yeah. Blackburn are the ones to watch, I'm telling you. They have a young squad. Um, they haven't been in the Premier League for a long, long time. Um, and we could be on a break of seeing something. I really think if Blackburn stay in that top six... I think you know, Harvey, Harvey, Elliott, Harvey Elliott has gotten them that extra edge. Um, yes. like, assist wise, he's been incredible. He's like eight or nine assists. You know, he's got a couple of goals. He goals as well. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a good player. And Armstrong is brilliant. And we've said it before in Armstrong, they have a guy who yesterday he scored with his head. You know, he's able to play off the last man. He's very quick. Yeah. You know, he can score any type of goal you ask of him. And to have someone like that, you always have a chance to win. And big yeah. win yesterday because Luton are a team that can go and get points off people. Most yeah. definitely. So it, was, uh, Most so it was pretty good. Also, um, Brantwaite yesterday, who was involved in the, the high boot with Freud, and where Freud nearly lost his eye. Freud was playing as well yesterday with a nice shiner. Uh, he was very good as well for Blackburn yesterday. Yeah. Very, very solid. Yeah. Because they did kind of stop looting, kind of doing anything. Yeah. Uh, so we move on then to the, the game where goals just went all over the show here. Um, in uh, poor, old, poor old Wickham. Uh, there was a time there where we were we were kind of chatting about the scores and it seemed like every time someone commented on a goal another one went in near the end but yeah yeah you know, brentford 7-2 winners over wickham um, uh, the first half was very good very good but um there was two 
goals, we'll talk about them. We'll go through the goals, I suppose, in the, the way we do it. Um, you know, Pinnock with a goal for Brentford to give him the lead. Uh, it wasn't a bad goal. Ikpezu Ik then as well. Got, um, he got the equaliser for Wickham. The first one, really, really nice goal from him. Yeah. Um, took it on and just buried it into the corner. And yeah. then Fasu Henry got his first of two goals. And then right back, right before halftime, a bit of a scrambly goal, this one. And it was 2-2 at halftime, Wickham, you know. Musque with that one. Two all at halftime. They were looking good. Good fighting them. And then what did you make? The, the, like Brentford made a 4-2 in six minutes in the second half. I like think the penalty thing changed the game. It did. And there was even the goal before it, the third goal, um, which was, I think, was it Fasu Henry again with his second? There was a yeah. foul on the edge of the box. Yeah, it was that very possibly awkward. should have been a free out to Wickham. Yeah. And then the penalty, like you said, where the defender looked like he was clearing the ball and the forward yeah. just jumped in front of him. I, I still don't see how it was a penalty. Yeah. So two kind of iffy yeah. refereeing calls. And, and that gave the game. The penalty decision killed them. Yeah, and they were 4-2 down then, and that was it. And then, worryingly, because of the same thing happened to Spurs at the Spurs game where they left in three goals in the last few minutes. Yeah. They left in three goals again the last 10 minutes here. Tony was all crazy. the Silva. Tony looked quite Yeah, yeah he, he did. But, um, but it's... It's one of those where you've got to worry about Wickham's form at the moment, the amount of goals they're leaving in, especially late. And yeah, it, it, I, might be, it might be a squad problem where they just don't have a big enough squad now for all I, these goals. I, I know that we love them on this show, but I think they're going to go down. 11 points from safety. Yeah. No, yeah, they do have two games, games at like, hand. Like they, have, exactly. they have 15 points. They're 11 from safety with two games at hand. And... Are they going to win those games in hand? You know, hard to know. Brentford, though, flying it. You know, yeah, two I points think... behind Swansea, six behind Norwich. They have a game in hand over both of them. Yeah. Um, Brentford, are looking you know, good. Brentford. Yeah, Brentford looking yeah. nice. They went on that crazy run at the end of last season yeah. to almost, almost get automatic promotion. And it looks like they're on one of those runs again. Yeah. When's yeah. the last time they lost a league game? Uh, it's been a while, right? Yeah, I can't recall it to be honest. They just looked the total package. What a lovely team in the Premier League this year, you know. Luckily, we can still talk about them in the Championship, you know. But it's, um, yeah, it looks like they're going to repeat what they done last season and it'll be very hard to beat them. And normally that happens a lot. Like you see a lot of teams that just miss out the promotion then the following season they go up then, you know. So it'd be great if they did go up, um, you know, with the new stadium, hopefully the fans are back, um, you know, and they have a really good squad. They're producing great players. But like the championship uh, side of, you know, when Arsenal produced all these great players over the years, they seem to do it with the championship where they can produce all these players and, you know, they sell them on then for bigger money and stuff. But no, they look great. And uh, to beat Wickham 7-2 is a, it's a serious scoreline. I didn't know he was immense. You know what I mean? Two goals and assist. He's definitely the standout player in the championship this year for me, you know? Yeah, they've only lost three games last season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they didn't start well. I mean, they were mid-table for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, but they've just gone on this run since probably since October, probably, and they've just it's it's been unbelievable. But poor old Wickham, I don't know. I suppose you know they, they've yeah. got to try and pick up some points anyway. 
because they do look like they are in trouble. But, you know, again, they haven't thrown masses of money at this either because they don't have it. So, you know, if they do go down, I don't think they'll be in that bad a shape for they, next they season. Played, they played Wickham back in, in November and it was nil all. Yeah, and that, that's the difference between the teams. But it is tough for the likes of Wickham who don't have a big squad. Yeah, And you're playing three games a week, you know. Plus you've had, like, players out with COVID like Wickham have had. And, you know... It, it's really, really hard, man. It's heartbreaking. You know? It's heartbreaking, especially yeah. for the fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you know what I mean? To wait all that time to be in a championship and then the fans can't attend. You could be sure yeah. the fans would respect Wickham onto a couple of wins this season. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I generally believe that, like, fans can spark a win. But, like, it's heartbreaking. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely heartbreaking yeah. for the fans, the players, because they work so hard. So it's, it's, um, I mean, hopefully they can stay up, but it's it's a, it's a huge ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially with Sheffield Wednesday, we know we're going to come to that winning. It's it's a huge ask. Brentford last. Brentford's last lost was a Stoke. That that when was that? October. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was October. Right, last time they lost. Yeah. They're that destined to go up. They're destined to go up. Like. Um, yeah. Uh, we move on then to Mick McCarthy's first home game against one of his former clubs again, against Millwall. And then goal by Flint gave Millwall the lead. Uh, Mordo for Cardiff gave him a point. Um, McCarthy changed formation for this one to 5-3-2. I yeah. don't know, is he just trying to make Cardiff a bit tougher to beat at the moment? Yeah. Go a bit more defensively? Yeah. Um, Mick was always like that, though. Yeah, he was, yeah. 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 He dropped Harry Wilson for the midweek game, he dropped him again for this one, brought him on after 62 minutes and Wilson turned the game around and McCarthy, to be fair, was full of praise for Wilson in ter- yeah. terms of how he responded to being dropped. Yeah. Um, you know, so I assume, you know, Wilson will probably start their next game because, you know, McCarthy was full of praise for him. And it is credit to, credit to Wilson when you are, you know, consider yourself probably one of the better players of the team and the new manager comes in, you're not playing. To still have the you know the the attitude of I'm going to go on and give everything for the team, which is what he did. So yeah. credit to Wilson for that as well. Yeah. Um. Not a lot else happened in the game really. Zahor missed a good chance, scored against him. Um. I don't know. Both teams level on points. Um. Eight clear relegation. Yeah. You know. Both the teams are where they're probably going to end up finishing up. I don't see either of these guys going on a mad run up the table. And they're they're probably both got enough to stay up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I think where they are, they'll finish. I mean, they've Huddersfield in around them, who they both have a game in hand off over as well. Like so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I can't see either going down. I think my heritage knows will make sure Cardiff don't. Millwall. I don't know. Millwall could get dragged into the relegation if their form doesn't improve. But that's probably the biggest surprise me this season. I've seen Cardiff struggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think both teams probably thought they'd be up the other end of the table. Yeah. Really, yeah. but you know, they've they've just not been scoring goals. Mm. And uh yeah, that's the way it's been. And and talking about teams who aren't really scoring goals, we have Derby who just are not scoring enough goals this season, but got a one 0 win over Bristol City, Kazim Richards uh, early on this one. Uh Waghorn nice had a good chance. Huh? A nice goal. What was that, Phil? No, it was a nice, nice goal. Nice goal, nice finish. What's that? No, I said it was a nice goal. It was, yeah. It was kind of similar to the one he missed midweek. Yeah. 
when it came to yeah. him. Kind of the same way, and he missed it, but he put this one away. He's been very good, like we talked about him in the last show. He's been very, very good. Yeah. Um, but Derby have only scored seven home goals all season in their 14 home matches. Yeah. You know, they're getting the Wood and Wills, though, them, them three points. Rooney now is going to turn the things around a small bit. Um, he's certainly proven me wrong, you know, but it's, um, geez, yeah. with everything that's going on at Derby, it's it's a great result. Yeah. And um, Kristen Bailick, um, who's been playing in midfield, obviously came to him from Marcus, a big reputation, has been really, really good since Rooney became the manager, and he's credited him with a lot of things, but he didn't look good when he came off on the stretcher yesterday. And he oh. missed all of last season with knee injury. That's got to be worrying for Derby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look yeah. good. Like, the minute he went down, you knew he was in trouble. Yeah. He was in trouble. And down. after a long, long injury last season, he'll be a big miss if he's gone. Because he, he's, he's very physical in that midfield. He is, yeah. But then, like you said, Jerry, they, they proved wrong. 20 well, games to go. 14. Yeah. 14 the playoffs. Yeah, it's... Can they do it? Well, providing they don't get point deductions and, and you know there's a shock at the end of the season, um, they're on a good little moment. I think it's two, three games out without a loss, you know. Um, Derby yeah, have three games in a row. Yeah, there you go. It's um, it's encouraging, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff going on at the club at the moment, yes. but Rooney seems to be doing something right, you know what I mean? And as I said, I, I was critical of Rooney becoming a manager right now. The man's a, he's a G-O-A-T. He's one of the greatest of all time, but I felt he was going into the wrong position personally for himself. You know what I mean? To stand down and retire as well was a bit unusual given his age. But look, he, he's, he's yeah. proving me wrong. Um, you know, I felt a better club would have been better for him, but it's it's he's turning things around. Derby look all right. You know what I mean? If they get a couple more wins, though, they could be safe. Um, they are they are 14 points off six. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 14 points, 20 games to go. <laughs> it would be mad if they made, went on a run. Brentford style to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's doable, though, the <laughs> championship. You know what I mean? It's doable. It'll be great. If they could get in a player out tomorrow, they'd be laughing. Bill Jones. They, they might need somebody with Bilek gone. Yeah. Probably for the season. Yeah. They haven't said yet, but it didn't look good. No. Uh, we'll move along, so, to a Stoker team who are trying to as well. They just can't seem to crack into that top six either and have been drawing a lot of games lately. I think it was this their third to her drawing their last four games. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Which great. Which is, is worrying if they want to make top six. Huddersfield won, Stoke won. Uh, it wasn't great. It's very similar to Huddersfield during the week where they just making chances and can't take them. You know? Yeah. Uh, Vila hit a shot. Massive deflection off Obi and Mikel really yeah. to go in. And then Nabi Sarr with a ridiculous challenge. Yeah, I don't know what Fletcher took it from the spot, 1-1. One, one. Um, Stoke went down to 10 men. Arrington Davis went over the top and copped Bakuna. A straight red card. Yeah. Just right in first half stoppage time. And Huddersfield then dominated with the extra man. But again, you know, they'd lost, I think it was a three in a row before this coming into this one. They made sure they didn't yeah. lose four in a row. Yeah. You know, they're 40, but the teams right below them have games in hand. You know, they could slip down that table very quickly. Or they Stoke down to tent. Yeah. You know? February is a mental month. February, February is a crazy month in the championship. And it's you see a lot of stuff change. Yeah. Good point for Stoke, considering they were down to 10 men for yeah. the entire second half. Brilliant. That's like a win. 
but Huddersfield, no, they you know they lost midweek in a game they dominated. They drew this one in a game they dominated. So they're not even picking up points when they're playing really well. They had eighteen yeah. shots a goal. Yeah, they could be in a lot of trouble if their form takes a dip because they're playing well and still not getting points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, that, yeah. It's, it's, they don't have that Adam Armstrong in the team, and that seems to be the problem yeah. for them. They, That's the issue. You know? Yeah. And and you need that. And uh, we move on into a game that uh, it was awful, really. Yeah, it was. Um, Forest nil, Barnsley nil. Forest probably had the better chances, um, yeah. but they weren't hitting the target with them. <laughs> yeah. The uh, thing is, Chris, Chris Uton, they're on a run a little bit. They haven't lost in ages. Yeah. He made seven changes from the cup side that were absolutely hammered. Yeah. Um, Karan Vinic, who's on loan from Benfica, looked really, really good on his debut. Yeah. He, he set up. He yeah, he looked. He looked very, very good. And yeah. um, yeah. he put Knockout through for one chance. Who then squared it for Ami Obi, who just dragged his shot wide. Then Knockout was about three yards out when he put one wide. Yeah. Um, I it don't was. know. Forest looked. Yeah. You know they didn't take their chances. Burnsley probably should have had a penalty though. Yeah. It would have changed the game definitely anyway, but I think um like it's Forest definitely credit you know, I think Forest looked a better team. I was watching the highlights and yeah, you know, it's it's ah Forest have been frustrating to watch so far. Um Ewan has done a good job, I think, you know, since he's come in. Um he's made yes. a difference, but they have been frustrating that's They're, especially um, Glenn Murray's gonna be joining them before the market closes. Yeah. Yes, they need somebody. Yeah. Well, Glenn Murray's because a weird one, like he's 38. He is, he is. But he knows where the back of the net is. Um, he's the kind of guy maybe they could bring on with half an hour to go if they if they need that goal. Yeah. Where was Glenn Murray, lads? Again, he was, he was at Watford. He was at Watford, yeah. He wasn't getting uh, any games. So where was he before that again? He was, uh, he was Brighton. Big... Brighton. Brighton yeah. That was it, Brighton, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Burnsley are 12th, you know, having a decent enough season, like, uh, considering they were definitely one of the favourites to go down. Forest, though, like you said, Phil, they're on a good unbeaten run, but they're still only three points clear Rotherham, who have two games in hand over. I think in their last 11 games, they've had like six or seven draws. Yeah. And yeah. that's, yeah. you know, it's it's good and it's solid, but they're in real trouble still down at the bottom. Yeah. You know. But it's the kind of yeah. thing where if they stay up this season, I think Chris Hutton could get them a playoff team next year. He could. He could. I mean, they're such a big club. Yeah. Yeah, huge club. Pretty unlucky last season too. Like, still a bit hurt after that, I'd say. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wonderful city too, Nottingham. You know, yeah. when people are low traveling. Rob, Robin Hood city. Yeah, definitely a place to go visit. Wonderful, wonderful city. Yeah. Um, Rotherham, Swansea, Rotherham. You know, good, good win midweek. Not so good yesterday against. Well, to be fair, Swansea are one of the better teams in the division as well. I thought so. Connor Horahan was excellent. Was oh, very good again. Immense. Second start, second goal for them. Two games, two goals. Yeah. Not bad. Lovely finish, wasn't it, for his one? First one, yeah. yeah. Very good. And then Grimes added a second goal that was pretty good as well. Yeah, I really liked that one. And then Rotherham didn't give up, though, and they had that long throw where it's always with the long throw. It's never the first header. It's always the second one. Yeah. And it, the second one fell to Ladipo, and he made it 2-1. And they piled on a lot of pressure then. Um, you know, Robertson hit the bar after the Swansea keeper dropped the ball. Um and then Swansea, though, through Fulton, he, you know, they rounded it up, a nice move. 
that was very good that one you know it was a lovely move to make it 3-1 and that was kind of the end of Rotherham coming back yeah. it was just a case of the better team won probably yesterday yeah. you know Rotherham weren't poor but Swansea were just a better side yeah. Uh, unbeaten in seven now Swansea keeping the pressure up on Norwich and staying ahead of Brentford as well so yeah, important win for them huge win and I think getting Conor Horan it was, it was a huge scale that was great business you know what I mean great business it could be the difference to getting them over the line right? oh 100% he's a great player like, I'm surprised he wasn't staying for Villa but obviously they brought in they brought in Ali Watkins shocked. that's the problem but I was shocked Villa let him go because his his ability to deliver a free kick yeah. You know everything about him. He always seems to look up with Grealish. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's. Berkeley. Berkeley's uh, keeping out of the team. I think you know. Yeah. 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 Strange one. Strange one. But we had a yeah. It, it must be the way it is. But you know, fair play to him as well to say, look, I'll go down to the championship to get more game time between now and the yeah. end of the season. That's and it, two yeah. games, two goals. It's not like he's saying, oh, I'm too good for this division. He's going out there and he's performing. Yeah. Exactly. So we move on to the, the final game. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday won Preston nil. Not a classic. Oh, no. And I think the match winner says everything you need to know about this. Palmer yeah. got the winner. The last time he scored, he was a teenager. He's 29 now. Yeah. So <laughs> Nearly 10 years, I think. Nearly 10 years. I think he was 19 the last time he scored. Yeah. Um, oh. 29 yesterday. So he's uh, yeah, very, very unlikely winner. Yeah, uh, like Preston looked really, really bad yesterday. Preston were poor. Alan Brown had a cross near the end that Sinclair headed over, I think, or wide. Um, you know, Everson saved. Bannon had a good shot for Everson saved it, but Preston were awful. Mm. You know, and it's 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 one of those where, like we said earlier, uh, Blackburn were able to find a way to beat Luton. Yeah. You know, which you have to do if you want to make the top six. Preston just don't seem to be able to win when they don't play well. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And that could end up costing them this season when it comes to trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. Very much so, yeah. But a big win for Wednesday, though. Huge. Huge win. Do you know what I mean? Huge win. I mean, they're they're in real trouble, obviously. But it's one of those, they they almost seem like they're going to pull their way out of it for a couple of weeks and then they go on a bad run again. But Wednesday can go away, right? And they can beat Watford. Lose to yeah. Burns, you lose to Minwall, right? Go ahead and beat Bournemouth. Like, yeah. they're not afraid of the big teams. Like, that's the thing about Sheffield Wednesday. They don't no. fear the top four teams. Like, yeah. No. And they'll beat the top four teams probably. Like, they play Wick up now next week and lose. That's well, it. They lose. Yeah, but yeah, it's mad. What's that but that's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So we'll move on then. So I suppose to favourite goal from I got to say Grimes. I got to say Grimes. Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. I'm going to give it to your man Ikpeu at, at Wickham, oh, their first right. equaliser. Yeah, took that very nicely. Your player, Ivan Tony. Uh, yeah, I say so. Tony. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Yeah, I give it to Housen just because he was determined against his old club. But Tony mm. probably deserves it. But yeah. you had the best team yesterday, uh, Brentford. Brentford, yeah. Yeah, give it to Brentford when they're scoring seven goals, really. And the the biggest shock. If there uh, was one, probably Preston losing one nil again. Like I know that's not really yeah. a shock, but it's just the way it happened, and I just felt bad. It's so yeah. frustrating. Like so you that caught connection. Like that, and also Brentford scored seven. Brentford scored seven, and I suppose even though you called it, Phil, what was slightly a shock 
in some ways was the Friday night game. Yeah. Reading beating Bournemouth 3 1, which I don't think a lot of people saw coming. So, no. All right. So, we'll have a look ahead, so to some of the games that are coming up midweek. Starting tomorrow with a derby match, only 12 miles, I think, between the two stadiums. Watford home to QPR. Um, Been a while, I think. Maybe is this the first Monday night game? We've had in the championship this season. There's been very few anyway. There's been very, very few. Uh, how do we see this one going? Watford. Watford, yeah. 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 I think Watford as well. But uh, it, I hope, I think Watford will win it as well. Their home form is just so good this season. But, yeah. but uh, I hope we haven't, because of the fans maybe, had proper derby games this season. I'm just hoping out for one of those where there's some mad tattles flying in, yeah. in that one. So that, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Tuesday then, Millwall home to Norwich. 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 I think Norwich could hammer them in that one, sadly. I'd rather hammer them, but they'll probably win 2-1 or something. Yeah, Bournemouth home to Sheffield Wednesday. Bournemouth have lost three in a row now. Yeah, they'll win this time. Bournemouth. They'll win this time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You see it any differently, Jerry? now? No, I'd say a 1-0 Bournemouth. Um, yeah. This could, this could be the week for the accumulator, lads, I'm telling you. Could be. These are calm selections. These are calm selections here from the team. Uh, big, big uh, game down near the bottom of the table. Coventry home to Nottingham Forest. Coventry. Yeah, I think so. Coventry is on. Coventry. Yeah. 1-0. Yeah. yeah. A lot of agreement here. Uh, another big game down at the bottom. Rotherham against Derby. Draw. A draw. Yeah, I think Derby might draw as well. Yeah. going to nick this one to keep the run going. A uh, game you talked about a little bit earlier there, Phil, uh, just mentioned briefly, rather, was Wickham against Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, Wickham. Uh, Wickham. Yeah. yeah. A home win for Wickham, I think. Birmingham are in real trouble if they lose this one. Yeah. Yeah. Wickham have to win it. If, we, if Wickham want to fight to stay up, they have to win this one. Um, I'm going to go for a Wickham 2 0 win. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wickham to win this one as well. And then unusually, there's only one game on the Wednesday, which is Brentford and Bristol City. Brentford. I think think Bristol City are on an awful run at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll talk about we'll talk about this more on the show after the midweek game that we record on either Thursday or Friday. But we might as well mention it briefly and we'll go into more detail on the next show. Huge game Friday night. Second home to first. And uh, at that stage, Brentford might well be above Swansea in the table. So, uh, Swansea Norwich, how do we see that? How do I see it? I think Swansea as well. Yeah. 3-1. Yeah, I think think Norwich are going to win this one away from home. I think uh, the wheels are going to fall off for Swansea in the (laughs) next few weeks. It always happens. Yeah, I, I just think um, the pressure of, I think Brentford will be Bristol City, go ahead of them in the table, and then they'll feel, you know, really, really under pressure. Now, if Swansea do beat Norwich, then that really opens it up for Brentford. Yeah. You know, it's so going to be we'll, uh, we'll great game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been televised, obviously, is it? Yeah. That'll be televised, yeah. And when we do our, our podcast in mid, uh, the midweek of this podcast, we'll probably talk about that one in a bit more detail and you know, how we see it going in that, uh, as yeah. well as just rounding up the scores and such from the other midweek games. 
big big week ahead at the top of the bottom of the championship so and uh, we look forward to talking to you all about that later on this week so thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you soon thanks guys Bye.